Welcome to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. We are a mother-daughter duo specializing in astrology and feng shui. Join us weekly to learn astrology and feng shui, and of course, to hear stories from our hands-on experience in the industry. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Wow. So since last time we talked, Saturn has officially slipped into Pisces. So there is no going back now. Oh my gosh. You know, Saturn and Pisces sounds a little tricky because Saturn, it seems to be such a serious planet, right? And Pisces seems to be such a loose kind of a wandering feeling. Pisces is very imaginative and very creative. And so I would expect there to be some great movies coming out under this next two and a half years. I mean, you know, some maybe some real blockbusters, some, you know, winners, so to speak. Yeah. Like that, probably that which explores, you know, emotions obviously would be a big topic, but it could be foreign flicks being much more popular. Sure. It's, it's, um, it'll be interesting to see all the things that it creates. Yeah. Um, so we thought we would use today to talk about Saturn in a way that we haven't spoken about in a long, in a while. And we're going to talk about Saturn returns and we're going to talk about one who will experience this aspect over the next 18 uh, to 24 months. And then we'll also talk about a few celebrities and companies that are going through this as well. Uh, just so one, there can be some fun predictive in that, but also to know that you know, everyone goes through these. So sometimes, you know, when we're going through a hard energy, we think like, poor me, or, you know, like, am I the only one going through this? And so I think the idea of looking at celebrities, looking at companies and saying like, no, we all go through this natural progression of growth in our life. And we will be talking specifically, we're going to give birth times, birth dates, excuse me, if you were born between this year and that year, you're headed to a Saturn return. And there's three different age windows we're going to be talking about. So hang in there with us um, as we uh, kind of uh, touch on some other topics first in the headlines. But um, yeah, it will give great insight, again, whether you have a parent in this age group, whether you have a child in this age group, or whether it's you. Um, it's, it's a big one. It's a big one to talk about. Absolutely. So before we get into our main topic today, we want to just touch base that Mars is finally um, at 24 degrees of Gemini. So it's almost back to 25. And so remembers the, the significance of that, right? Yeah. The story is finally wrapping up from October. So, you know, I mean, um, you know, I think you've, you've had some, you've had some more energy lately. You know, yeah. you seem to be into things a little stronger, more a busier schedule, that's for sure. Um, I can certainly say that I feel the same way. I'm feeling I'm getting a lot more direction. Um, I've, a couple of issues are getting resolved finally that were issues starting back around Halloween. Yeah. So uh, this applies to everyone. Mars going direct is just like more energetic. Let's, 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 let's resolve these issues. I had a client this week who lost their job right in that window, you know, a downsizing, they got laid off, they were, you know, they're, they're good, but they were low on the totem pole. And so they lost their job. And here it is, um, I was talking to him this week, and finally, 
job offers, multiple ones coming through. Now um, the client has a choice of which job to take. So we'll turn around for where they've been, what they've been looking at in October, November, December, January, February. That's awesome. It is. Even Mikey, who is a triple Gemini. So yeah. this Mars retrograde has been, you know, aspecting his sun, his moon, his rising. Right. Um, just within this past like two weeks, he's gotten so into bowling. Oh, We've never bowled our entire relationship. <laughs> Um, and now he's bowling two, sometimes three times a week and he's super motivated. He got up the other morning at 7am cause it's like dollar bowling at sunset or really? what South point or something. Yeah. So um, out of the house, super early to go bowling, which very Gemini thing, right? We have the ball rolling oh, down uh, oh the God. lane where you have the use of the hands and how, you know, how are you moving your hand to get the ball to do a certain thing? Oh, and, and, and that whole footwork. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the yeah. whole footwork that goes with it. Right. Oh, that's oh, you know what? This is not profound, is it, Kate? No. And this as an astrologer, sometimes I slip in a lot of some mundane stuff like this, like, you know, maybe you're, you're going to pick up a sport or really get into a sport. It, it's not a huge story, but it is pretty fascinating to see how these energies can sometimes translate in very mundane ways. Yeah, absolutely. So that Again, so we're excited about that. This Gemini energy is almost over, right? But hopefully everyone is feeling right. that momentum, um, yes. especially yeah. with the other things playing in the background, which we've talked about already this year with Saturn moving into Pisces, with Pluto moving into Aquarius. I know a lot of people do feel like, gosh, the energy is really heavy right now. So hopefully you are seeing that momentum. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we also talked about how solar arc Mars is approaching uh, the placement of the moon in the U.S. chart. So if you didn't hear that episode, it's a couple episodes back. Right. Um, but we thought, you know, there's been several new headlines that have come out since we sp spoke about it last. And we thought we would just touch on them because they just fit. I know that's so weird to say, but they just fit so nicely into the astrology narrative. It is the, the our country, our country's chart, 1776. Okay, the birth of our chart, of our country, so to speak. Um, uh, the moon sat at, at, in Aquarius, and Mars, solar arc Mars, is now approaching within the degree of actually hitting it. It will actually consummate, so to speak, in November. So we know Mars on the moon is never a pleasant experience, but because we have the moon sitting in the third house represents the transportation issues in the country. Yeah. So that would be all anything with a motor, so to speak. So we can be talking about buses and bicycles and airplanes and trains. So we, as we discussed clearly pretty much every night on the evening news, it's leading with a transportation issue, whether it's two planes that almost collided on the tarmac, whether it was two planes that collided over off of the coast of Florida. But again, you get everyone, anyone's plugged in has been hearing these stories, but it's just, again, in this last week, we've had two more train derailments. Yeah. You know, uh, the news last night was leading of another one that was happening. So it is just amazing to see this, that the, um, uh, uh, the, the train, and I'm going to say, say the train people, that's probably not the, the president <laughs> of the train, of the, of the train people are being called to testify to Congress about yeah. what's going on, what's going on in your safety. 
And then we had the FAA person in Congress this week. They were being grilled. Is it safe to fly? They're asking questions. So, you know, when Congress gets involved that quickly on an issue, you know it's quite serious. So anyhow, the point is uh, there's been some crazy things happening, continuing, and I have to go with the astrology of it. To me, it says it will continue. Right. Well, yeah. and there was like that terrorist threat. Oh, will on the plane where he was like threatening to yeah. you know, harm everyone on the plane. Kill. Um, he, well, he I know I was trying to be nice him. about yeah. it. <laughs> on the plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After yeah. trying to open the exit door, you know, in flight. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So unfortunately, like mom said, like we don't foresee this stopping it. And again, all of these things coming up, it is possible that, you know, because Mars is action, you yes. know, it is possible that there are new rules that do take place now under transportation, but because we still are many months out from the actual peak of this, mm -hmm. we would think we would continue to hear a lot of stories of, around uh, transportation issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next, we're just going to touch on the flowers in the fridge. So if you listened to our episode last week, mom had led with this idea about putting a small bouquet of flowers in your fridge, uh, one to celebrate the spring equinox that is coming up here on March 20th. Mm -hmm. But it's like a nice surprise, right? When you see, if you open someone's fridge and see flowers. So it suggests this idea of surprising news, beautiful news news where maybe you didn't expect it. And so both me, mom and me have uh, placed flowers in our fridge. I know mom's doing a little bit more of an experiment. She has some in dirt or soil. And some. You know what I did? I did a nice carnation, a little bouquet, very pink, very pretty. And I thought, you know what? And I went out and got some primrose and I got some violas. Uh, you could do pansies as well. And, you know, they come in those little plastic containers, two bucks each, you know, and then I just brought them home and dropped them in my coffee mugs mm -hmm. and then set them in. And it's perfect. I watered them, of course, and uh, they've been in like three days now. And, um, I, you know, even Bill, you know, my husband, your father, you know, surprise, he goes, it surprises me every time I open that refrigerator and get that, those purples and those yellows and those pinks sitting up there on the top shelf. So, I have set the intention of joy, joyful beginnings, surprise, new beginnings here as we approach the equinox. And uh, I have a couple stories. I'm not going to tell them yet because they haven't all played out quite yet. So um, next week, I'm going to tell my story of what yeah. happened with flowers in the fridge. Yeah. I'm also starting to see some things, but again, it's just been a few days. So I don't want to like jump yeah. the gun on yeah. it because it's like, is it just... I mean, but that's a whole thing too, is like, we're getting closer to this new beginning. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, we're trying to amplify the process as well with the flowers. But I mean, I've definitely seen some, maybe just more confidence in myself and the feminine, because we're talking about the fridge. I've seen more yeah. movement. So again, we'll report next week to make sure this wasn't just like a little fluke <laughs> right. that's happening. Yes. We'll have the a bigger story, if you will, uh, next week. Okay. So uh, before we get into our topic today about Saturn returns, uh, you're going to hear a quick ad. Okay. Welcome back. So today's big topic is about the Saturn return and everyone experiences this in their lifetime. So our first Saturn return, um, usually happens between the age of 27 and 29 and a half years old. 
you'll experience your second one around the age of 56 to 58. And then, of course, if we're lucky enough to have lived a long life, we'll experience the third one around 84 years old. So there's three of them. I, I think your point is well taken. Most of us often, many times, of us only have two. Yep. So it's something I always tell my clients, you know, this is only going to happen once every approximately 28, 29 years. Yeah. And it's going to steer you in a new direction. And you might be surprised where it takes you. And certainly at this first one that occurs between 27 and 29, it can, it can seem to take a lot away from you. There can be big moves, right? There can be yeah. divorces. There can be marriages. It just totally takes your life and all of a sudden you're in a different environment going in a new direction. Right. Yeah. So the first one is probably the hardest, right? Or the most stressful because it is our first introduction with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we need to say, we understand Saturn just moved into Pisces here on March 7th. So we want to sit, want to look one, do you have your Saturn in Pisces, because if that's the case, that means that Saturn is about to return to the same spot it was when you were born. And an easy way to know that without even understanding your chart would to be to say, you know, if you were born uh, May 22nd to June 30th of 1993 or January 29th of 94 to April 7th of 96 you are experiencing or will be experiencing your first Saturn return here in the next two and a half years. And there's usually tons of clues that are being dropped. And that's the key thing, because there will be uh, a, a tighter window somewhere, depending upon your birthday. Is it coming right here? Are you right upon it immediately? Or is it actually more mid 2024? So, but the point is the clues start dropping. You sense you're in the wrong place or you're sensing it's time for you to move on to the next chapter. Absolutely. If you were born between May 22nd and June 30th of 1993, Mm. you know, Saturn only got to, I think, zero or one degree at that point. So if your birthday is within those dates, you are feeling, you are in it right now. Whereas. Well, this and that, that's a, you, you define that closely. I did. (laughs) You did. So listen to what she just said. Repeat those dates again, because I didn't even catch the first time you said it. Oh yeah. So May 22nd, May May 22nd to June 30th of what year? 1993. 1993. Oh gosh. Okay. They are in their Saturn return right now. Whereas if your birthday wasn't until January 29th of 1994, you still have a couple months. (laughs) You still, you still have a little bit of time. However, Saturn is entering Pisces. So that's where mom's saying you could already start seeing these clues are starting to feel a little uncomfortable. Like something's got to change. I'm not quite sure what it is, but you should be sensing it. I've had so many clients go back to school, get retrained for a new industry, um, Obviously, if sometimes divorce happens, separations, or just things where, oh, we have to pick up and move to a whole new city. Um, You know, that was my story when I was in that window, when I had my first Saturn return, left Des Moines, Iowa to come to Las Vegas. And I was such a fish. Talk about Saturn and Pisces. (laughs) I don't have that. But for when I went through this in my sign, uh, I was so out of touch. I... I didn't, didn't, I saw so many things that negated who I thought I was. 
Right. I couldn't. I, it was a it was a culture shock. I do remember that that was back in the day when you wrote letters back home to people because it still was expensive to call long distance. Uh, I would write letters saying I feel like I'm in a different country, yeah. living here in Las Vegas. So that was my Saturn. It breaks all your rules. It challenges what you thought, who you thought you were, and where you need to be. Yeah. I think I went through a divorce and bought a home within the year of my Saturn return. So um, I don't remember the exact dates of maybe which one happened on which, but when Saturn was in my sign, my Saturn was in the sign of my Saturn. (laughs) Well, it's an adulting energy, or some people can say it's boot camp. I really get beat, beat up under this energy as I find my way to my new path. But it is a time in hindsight, easy to say, oh yeah, time to grow up. <laughs> Trying to find your path, time to find your path. Right. Cause Saturn like puts you on the track. Like I say, it like puts you back on the track that you need for the next 29 and a half years. And yeah. that's kind of weird to think about like, oh my gosh, the decision I'm making now is going to dictate the next 29 and a half years. But looking back on it, like you, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure you can too, where you said that needed to happen. <laughs> Oh, I would have been a totally different person if that didn't happen. Who I would have been if I'd stayed there. Again, not that it was a bad place. It was no, but it's the evolution of the individual. Right. That needs to happen under this energy. So anyhow, anyone in those time frames that Kate so clearly spelled out to us, if you're born in that window in 93, or if you're born in 1994, 1995, up to April of 1996, this is at your doorstep. Yeah. And you're in good, good company. If this is your first return, we're going to talk about, um, you know, a couple other people that are going through their Saturn return again, it's not just you. Right. right. Um, but first we'll talk about Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, the company. Yeah. You know, they have a birthday of July 5th, 1994. So they're right in that window there and they're turning 28, uh, this July. So, uh, their Saturn happens to be at 12 Pisces. So it's, they're feeling it. Yeah. And, you know, did you see the headlines? I know it's already back in January that they announced they're going to cut 18,000 jobs. Oh, wow. And this company that's been growing by leaps and bounds now is cutting 18,000 jobs. And they were doing a big expansion on the East Coast. I think it was in Virginia. Um, there'd been a kind of a bidding war between cities to get Amazon to, to build something there. Um, for, for expansion of the company. Anyhow, now they've totally curtailed it. You know, they, they've modified it. They're not going to build it like they thought they were. Uh, so they're restructuring. Yeah. And I would think that this would get stronger even as we get into 2024, oh. just because, you know, right now Saturn's only at zero degrees of Pisces. Yep. And um, we're saying that their Saturn sits at 12 degrees. So they're feeling it, but they're you know, we, I would think even closer to 2024, we should see like the big announcement. Right. But remember when Amazon opened up, what were they selling? Books. That was the big thing they led with. Look where they've gone in 28 yep. years. So because Saturn and Pisces, let me be an astrologer for the moment. Okay. And wh- what would be their next foray? And I think it's going to be medicine. Medicine. I, was, medicine. Yeah. I think there's, I mean, I think I've read a few things already that there may be something already cooking in that area, but it's going to be something about healing. It's going to be something about drugs or some telehealth side. Something is going to go on in that area. 
Yeah, that's a good and prediction. Themselves. Yeah, I know we don't have it in our, in our notes, but I was um, just doing some research on like hotels in Las Vegas that are going through their Saturn return. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Treasure Island. Again, mm. just if you're in Las Vegas, you know, Treasure yeah. Island and the Silverton uh, will be going through their uh, Saturn returns here in the next two and a half years. Uh, so it'd be Treasure very interesting. Island, what's happening there? I don't know what's happening at Treasure Island. I do know the Silverton is under renovation right now. Okay. Okay. But I'm not, I don't have a good, you know, even though I worked at Treasure Island back in the day, I don't have a good pulse on them. So mm-hmm. maybe it's too premature they to bring have up. New owners. They have new owners here, uh, not, you know, somewhere in the last year or so. Oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Be interesting what they come out with, TI. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah absolutely. But even companies, that's, that's a point we're trying to make here. People, individuals, everyone, there's a tendency for individuals when they're going through their Saturn return to think, oh, I effed up. Oh, I messed. I, boy, I made the wrong decision here. And it, it's, it's, everyone goes through this. Some people's story may be more dramatic. Yeah. Well, and that's a good point too. Like if you're working for a company that you're like, oh my gosh, everything's changing here. Maybe just look up the birth date of your company. If it right. falls between the dates that we mentioned, your company is going through a Saturn return. Right. Right. It's first Saturn return. We'll get into the dates of yeah. your second and even your third Saturn return. Um, other people that are going through their first Saturn return this year will uh, be Justin Bieber. Yeah. He's been in the news recently. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, there's been some, I don't know, gossipy story about Justin Bieber's wife and an issue with Salima Gomez. And uh, to the point that, you know, Justin Bieber showed up uh, at somebody else's concert, got on the stage and he was booed, (laughs) booed. And they felt it tied back to this whole conflict that's going on. So here's a case where his reputation, even his association with his wife obviously has caused this kind of backlash amongst some fans. So that's kind of an unusual story. I don't think it's just a, I mean, of course it can be a rumor, but I mean, it is flooding my TikTok. All the similarities of his wife and how they think she does everything based off of what I thought it was Selena. Is it Selima? You know what? I, you know what? I'm in Selena Gomez. Selena. Yeah. But, um, like, you know, Selena got a tattoo. So then Justin Bieber's wife got a tattoo, like the same one. (laughs) It's like an an initial, you know, so there, there are some weird things happening there. So, you know, and we do say like the Saturn return, many times there's a divorce that happens, they're moving, they're rebranding themselves. So Justin's a good one uh, to watch. The second one would be uh, Ariana Grande is going through her. Could, could I stop you a second? I want to say one more thing about Justin that is very Saturn-like. Okay. He had facial paralysis recently, oh. and he actually had to delay, delay this world tour. Interesting. Paralysis, very saturn right yeah saturn is no movement it is locked down and he had facial paralysis we could go to the couch (laughs) to talk about that one because there's tons of symbolism in that thing so anyhow now he has actually canceled the rest of the tour just canceled it outright so that's very saturn like coming to a stop cannot go on with this the way it is yeah i just wanted because of the great 
you know, when you dig in a little bit deeper about all that's going on. So anyway, that's Justin Bieber's Saturn return in action. I think probably just the opening story of it. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, right. There's the yeah. kickoff to it. Yeah. Um, Ariana Grande um, going through her first Saturn return. Rumor is that she's maybe retiring, possibly. Yeah. Well, she got oh. this gig. She got this acting role in Wicked, uh, okay. obviously a musical. And um, she's going to focus time on the film's production. So her fans are going crazy. Like, oh, my gosh, is Ariana going to stop singing? She's going into acting. Okay. You, again, we can see it as astrologers, right? Rebranding, yeah. yeah. Rebranding, you know, going off in a little direction. I mean, I would not say she's going to stop singing. I would never say something like that. But, you know, now she's going to foray into a new area. Yeah. And Saturn will let her know whether this is a good deal or not. If it's not, if it's not her path, she'll probably flop, right? And if she's good in it, it will feed her and she'll now go on to more roles. Absolutely. The last one we'll talk about for their first Saturn return would be Megan Thee Stallion. Um, she broke up with her boyfriend already this year, and mm -hmm. now she's launching a world tour. So uh, again, very interesting how she'll be rebranding herself or how she's restructuring her personal life. Yeah. Yeah. So there we have some great examples of having to structurally shift your life. Amazon, Justin Bieber, Ariane Grande, and Megan Thee Stallion. So for anyone that this is going, oh my God, just start looking at what your structure is. What's the, what's the status of relationships? What do you do for a living? You know, what are your dreams? What, what would you like, what, what direction would you like to go into? Do you want to move? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, the good news here is the second one, the second Saturn return. That one's a little bit maybe easier, we can say, just because Definitely. it's your second encounter with it. Mm -hmm. So this usually happens in your late 50s, around, you know, 56 to 58 years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Usually this is all about like elevating your mission in life. So again, yeah. not as challenging as the first one. No, and this one may not grab headlines. Right. The first one grabs headlines. It's a fact. It can be easily spoken about. The second one is more subtle, I would say. Yeah. So now, if you were born March 23rd mm -hmm. of 1964 mm -hmm. to March 3rd of 1967, um, your Saturn sits in Pisces. Again, if you know your chart and you can see your chart, yep, Saturn sits in Pisces. Great. <laughs> but if you're not sure... Definitely pay attention to the birth dates because this would be a sure thing that your Saturn sits in Pisces. So if your birthday falls between those those dates, you are heading into your second Saturn return. Right, right. You know, I was uh, 58, 59 when I went through mine. And, uh, you know, it's that's when I started phasing out the feng shui services and, and just got very diligent about perfecting the astrology practice, you know, perfecting my knowledge, I should say, yeah. uh, of astrology. And I, I just got, I don't know, it's so late in life that all of a sudden I just took all these courses and I just had the most magical that some of the best teachers, I felt like I had a strong base already, but they just took me to a whole nether level uh, and multiple teachers involved in that uh, massive learning curve. So again, I stepped it up. I actually, without even kind of announcing to people that I wanted to be a really good astrologer. 
<laughs> I really wanted to elevate my statement. And I could even say this, I, I kind of wanted to leave the legacy. I really wanted to leave the legacy of astrology so that maybe, maybe because of me, other people might subscribe to it, might understand it better, might benefit from it, kind of help the movement along. Yeah. And that might've been too, around the time that you started vocalizing to me, like out loud oh, yeah. that you were concerned about your legacy, because I do remember, yeah. you know, probably, you know, several years before I stepped out of corporate, I remember yeah. you saying like, I have concern that like when I pass away, that right. my life work, my life's work is going to like die in the computer with me, mm-hmm. which, you know, I mean, that was not on my radar at all. Right. <laughs> I didn't, yes. uh, you know, I had no I was concerned. I was concerned that all my files, all my thousands of files of of interpretations and stories was just going to wither away. Uh, It'll be in in the trash heap somewhere in the world. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So that might have been when you first got Mm -hmm. vocal Mm -hmm. um, about expressing that to me, too, and like being like, well, if you're not going to take it over, then maybe I need to start. Yeah. Looking for someone that yeah, would be interested right. in taking over the practice. That, that's true. That's true. That was no. a big hint, hint. Right. <laughs> it took me a couple of years to catch on to it, but yeah. we got there. <laughs> yeah, we did. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so other people that are in the company of the second Saturn return would be JK Rowling. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter. Uh, she's had a lot of controversy about comments that she's made related to, uh, to specifically transgender. Well, that's been a real hot topic for her, and she's been quite outspoken and been heavily criticized about it. But somehow out of this whole thing, there's now a podcast, The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. And this, I guess it's, you know, she's found an audience who wants to hear about her opinions in that area. So... Again, can you see how she's turning herself into a little bit of a master teacher? Mm-hmm. She's kind of sees herself as the authority about what is morally right or morally wrong. How she's people taking a stance. Yeah. She's taking a stance, a very public stance. She's gone beyond just having an opinion. Right. She's almost into recruitment. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, positioning your, I mean, because Saturn is the authority. And so again, whether it's right or wrong, you know, that's, but that she's taken on this idea of like where she's going to give it more structure too. Like, yeah. not only am I just going to, I'm not just going to voice it in interviews, I'm going to create a whole podcast about mm-hmm. it, which does give it structure. Right. right. Um, a platform. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So, and that's a good example to give because not everything is like, oh, I so think what they're doing is great. True. It isn't a matter of like whether somebody else thinks they should be doing this or not. This is somehow their path that they feel that this is their mission in life. Right. Uh, the next one would be Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, that so, was weird. I was surprised <laughs> to see this, that uh, she's into spirits, into alcohol. Yeah. And she's developed, she's really focused on the Cosmo. Cosmo, that yeah. was, I guess, the Cosmo, her favorite drink in the series in sex in the city yeah sex in the city exactly and anyhow she's done tons of research on this and this is her big thing now again i don't know is she authority on cause on liquor now but you know there was a lot of drinking in that series yeah well i mean like we said if the saturn sits in pisces alcohol would be 
very support, like anything that immerses yourself into kind of another world. Uh, you know, That's absolutely. a very Saturn and Pisces thing to do. Start a spirits company. Right. Right. And then if you are so lucky to have experienced or will experience your third Saturn return, that will come around your eighties. Right. Um, and this is when you get to be celebrated, right. And really create that legacy. So if you were born uh, February 14th, 1935 through April 24th of 1937 or October 17th, 1937, through January 14th, 1938, you will be heading into your third Saturn return over the next two and a half years. So we have one example uh, to give you. Jane Fonda mm -hmm. uh, will be um, going through her third Saturn return here. And it looks with like- the movie, With the movie at the box office. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. Anyhow. I mean, we would think that that would go over actually really well, that movie. Yeah, well, it's her last dance. I mean, it's. I suspect. No offense to Jane. I suspect it's not going to be that great of a movie. Oh. But it's kind of like pay, you're buying your ticket to pay homage. Oh, I see what you're saying. To Jane, and of course, all the elderly women, the cast, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So, but there is very interesting that she there's probably she's given her a platform again. She can, you know, whatever she wants to push, she'll have an opportunity. Because she's going to be out promoting that movie and she can, you know, stand for other things, yeah. whatever she chooses. But um, anyhow, it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool to see that. So, but a lot of people don't get that third opportunity. I like to think that after someone passes, that opportunity comes. Maybe it comes two, five, ten years after they've passed for that they still experience this. We've had fun with this idea, right, Kate? Yeah. Chart goes on. It doesn't stop at the moment of death it goes on so in theory everyone does hit this some of us just aren't alive <laughs> to do oh that's know. true yeah that's true yeah. yeah um well very interesting to you know to go through them and you know one other thing is we did with especially with the celebrities we focused a lot on what they're doing in their public world right. but yeah. you know it would be very possible that those celebrities that we mentioned today are dealing with more personal things as well, where they are moving, they're marrying, they're separating, oh. uh, you know, all those things can happen too. We were just speculating on the more public stuff that is readily yeah. available via right. the internet right. about yes, what they're exactly. doing in that public exactly. sector. Yes. So they could have some su surprising announcements still here in the next uh, year or so. Yeah, we'll have to keep this in mind and do a follow-up on these Saturn returns of these three individuals just to see what, what happens to them. Absolutely. Ariana, Justin, and Megan Fee. The Stallion. Absolutely. The oh, Stallion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't put a small bouquet of flowers in your fridge, make sure to do that uh, prior to the spring equinox on March 20th. And, and let's ahead, clarity that in the refrigerator, not in the freezer. Yeah. We want them <laughs> in the refrigerator. And one other tip. I did, I did a low, I raised my temperature. Uh, my refrigerator sits at 37, you know, the little monitor. It's not all refrigerators have that, but I think a lot of them do. I have it at 37, which is the recommended. I did bump it to 39. Okay. Because I didn't want to, you know, freeze, but I thought, I bet 39, they, they say 40 for sure that plants can do well. And mine are looking great. Three days in, 
they're looking great. Yeah. Mine look good too. So mine don't have soil. I didn't try that method, but yeah, well, we'll see. I got okay. both kinds going. I want, I want opportunity. I want <laughs> luck. I want joy. Absolutely. So thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the katewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.